This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash Living Proof New York. It's crazy, man. Like... Let me start off with a real small, quick story. Yeah, um, yeah. There was one time I was uh, hopping on the D train, and the D is one of the most bugged out trains, in my opinion, in addition to some of the other Bronx trains. Um, but no, the, I agree 100%. Right? Bugged out train. Um, heading uptown from 145th. Um, this is like 10 in the morning. I'm coming home from a friend's house the night before I crashed there. A little, you know, hungover, whatever. Get on the train, packed full of fucking people. Um, and I see one seat open. It's this guy, his a backpack and a free seat. And you know how the D is like a three seater and a two seater, two women sitting in the two seater. So I'm like, bet that free seat, I'm going to take it. I'm kind of hungover. I need to sit, I need to chill, go home, whatever. The dude's strap was a little bit on his seat. So I'm like about to sit down. I don't touch his bag. I just like do that to the strap. Just like, don't even, don't do anything crazy. You know? Yeah. yeah. This guy looked fucking normal. Like, he just looked like some normal, you know, Bronx dude, whatever, some dude on the train. Put on my headphones, I'm chilling, vibing, whatever. All of a sudden, I see this guy stand up. He, like, fixes his coat, and he just pulls out the biggest machete I've ever seen in my life. Grabs me by the shirt and puts it to my neck. Everyone gets up from the train. Mind you, packed train. And they just run to one end of the train. And dude is just, like, cursing. He's like, Yo, I'm cut off your head. Bronx niggas mad soft. Blah blah blah. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna put you on World Star. No one does no one does anything. And to an extent, I get it. And to your point, it's that, you know, survival, survival mode kicks in, right? Yeah, yeah that's what you're You know, think. people are like, yo, this guy is about to literally decapitate this dude on the train. <laughs> um, and I kind of hit into a survival mode too, and I'm like, oh I'm I'm just like this. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, oh, dude, get dude, this knife sorry, away from my jugular right? vein. But all I can just say is, bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just like that. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. And between 145th and the Bronx, it's kind of a ways. It's like, you know, five, 10 minute ride. So the entire time, dude is just holding me down, getting cut, little cuts on my neck. Train starts to pull in. I feel him losing the grip. I get out. And then he's standing there. The door is open. I'm obviously yeah, getting yeah, out of the fuck yeah, out of yeah. the train. And the thing that didn't get me was not the fact that no one did anything, but the fact that like I was one of like three people to leave the train. Everyone else stayed on the train with this fucking guy who's just waving this. It had all these ridges and shit. I don't even know what the fuck it was. But um, yeah, and yo, the train pulls away and I'm nervously standing on the platform. And this woman comes up to me and was like, yo, I saw the whole thing happen. I don't know how you stayed calm during the entire time. I have appreciation appreciation for life now, and I'm sure you do as well. Come upstairs with me. We'll talk to the booth guy. I already told him what happened. He called it in, blah, blah, blah. But um, I say that whole story, all that to say, like, yo, this guy didn't look homeless. This guy didn't smell bad. He just looked like some dude, like, who's on the train. And lo and behold, this guy has, like, this fucking however long knife sword thing on him and is ready to cut off my head. And the woman was telling over me that, over that over over like imagine it had been something a, serious right over a backpack the strap of a backpack and yo you know the woman told me like yo you should go home and start journaling and just you know cherish every moment because you never know what's gonna happen you never know who's gonna do anything and she's right yo I had no idea this so 
again, I say that all to say, like, you know, the media has said all this stuff about, you know, homeless people bugging out, blah, blah, blah. And it's happening. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, I always the question of agency always comes up to me again. Like, all right, these people are in a position where they have no they their resources out there. But who's connecting to the resources? You know, like, how can we, like, create a society where folks don't have to, like, live underground in the winter and then you know not see daylight for days on end like that shit's gonna make you go crazy right and eat out of a trash can that shit's gonna make you go crazy you're living with rats and roaches bro like i don't it'll know legit make you go it'll crazy. legit make you go crazy so i don't know it's like yo you never know who's the, you know the wolf in sheep's clothing yeah. right so like i'm always you know again i thank her feet for this it really made me realize like never judge a book by a cover but always keep your head on a swivel because yeah. you never know yo a cop is gonna hop out of that taxi cab someone's gonna a hero's gonna come after you you know what i mean like you just never know so you gotta be aware but you also gotta be thinking on your feet and you know also just critically think about the people around you yeah. and not only just judge them by the surface because there's yeah. a lot you, you have to the surface. you have to appreciate life 